Good evening. Our top story tonight, congratulations to the Pittsburgh Steelers. They could be headed to the playoffs. They need some help, but the Steelers took care of business against the Baltimore Ravens. The Steelers now need either a Jaguars loss, a Buffalo Bills loss, or a tie between the Texans and the Colts here tonight. Those are the three scenarios where the Pittsburgh Steelers make the playoffs. So we've got that. We've got all the other clinching scenarios for the playoffs that will happen tonight and tomorrow. We've got updates and news on coaches across the NFL, who's getting fired, who could be fired, and who is staying put, and more on Player Profiler today. And so we are back, and yes, the Pittsburgh Steelers need either a Jaguars loss, a Bills loss, or a tie tonight between the Texans and the Colts, and that will send them to the playoffs. This is the 10th season that Mike Tomlin has had double-digit wins. That's 10 or more wins. Mike Tomlin is a truly great NFL coach. He gets some flack. He gets some hate that... The Steelers haven't achieved the heights that they were hoping for in seasons, but the fact that this man has never had a losing season is incredible. And the fact that Mason Rudolph could be steering them to the playoffs, zero turnovers from Mason Rudolph. Kenny Pickett, remember, has 13 interceptions to 13 touchdowns in his NFL career, which, by the way, same amount of touchdown passes Joe Flacco has on the season 13 so Kenny Pickett benched for Mason Rudolph. He throws for 152 yards and a touchdown in the rain. And Mason Rudolph wasn't sure if he was going to be back in the NFL this year. He was signed to the Steelers, but knew he could be cut. And Mason Rudolph started to prepare for life after football. Mason Rudolph was shadowing congressmen and senators. He was going to architectural firms. He was working at commercial real estate firms, just kind of getting to know what these industries are like, looking for what life is going to be like after football. Any prop plays here for, I imagine you mean for tonight. Ooh, I, I'm not even looking at any. So feed, if you want to feed me some, I'll let you know. But I am tempted under for Jonathan Taylor. I'm tempted to take the under for Jonathan Taylor, no matter what it is. Jonathan Taylor has had a lot of success against the Houston Texans, but the Texans defense is not what it once was. They have vastly improved. Will Anderson is expected to play. So take the under on Jonathan Taylor. I would have to look at some of these other prop bets. CJ Stroud, always over on CJ Stroud. But as for the Pittsburgh Steelers, Deontay Johnson's 71-yard touchdown is the difference. George Pickens, only one touch. It's a three-yard carry. And Najee Harris is the force. And this is not a surprise. The Steelers are the run-heaviest team in the NFL when they are winning. And so... 26 carries for Najee Harris, nine for Jalen Warren, five receptions for both of their running backs. So for Najee Harris, it's 31 touches, 133 yards and a touchdown. I regret to inform all the Najee Harris haters. Najee Harris is not washed. Najee Harris is a pretty solid NFL running back. The problem with Najee Harris is he needs a good offensive line and explosive offense to get those goal line carries. And that wasn't happening this year with Kenny Pickett, and that's why we faded Najee Harris for so long. Jalen Warren, by the way, nine carries, five receptions, 50 yards on his 14 touches. So we've got more news on the playoff picture across the NFL right after this word from the Podfather. 
Oh, I see it every day online, every single day. Hey, that looks like a great fantasy team in an eight-team league. Oh, I wish I could be in a league with you, right? Well, guess what? Now you can respond with, sure, let's play on Battle. That's the beauty of this platform. This new Battle platform standardizes all position scoring. So you just load your team and you challenge your friend, your colleague, Twitter troll, and you can browse other teams and issue challenges. Battle is revolutionizing fantasy football. And with code UNDERWORLD, you get a $100 instant deposit match plus a free $10. So even if you deposit 20 you get 50 Think about that. So go to Betel.com. The code is UNDERWORLD. Betel.com. The code is UNDERWORLD. Or click a link in the description. It's fun to be right. Now, I know many of you are looking for a secret weapon for your Dynasty League, and I have it. It's called the Dynasty Dominator app. You go to the App Store, go to Google Play. It's right there. It's $5 to download, and then every year it's $5 to load the next incoming class of rookies. You can add Superflex, add tight end premium. It's incredible because it allows you to look up players. It allows you to vote on whether a player is a buy, hold, or sell, and then see the market sentiment on that player. And you can compare their lifetime value rating from Player Profiler to their Dynasty ADP at the FFPC, all in the price lookup tool. And beyond that, we have a trade analyzer. So you'll never lose another Dynasty trade again. And in our settings, you can set, this is a win now team, this is a rebuilding team. And then we let you compare players. Look at their metrics side by side. Prospect metrics, NFL metrics. It's all there. It's five bucks in the app store. There's some add-ons for super flex and to buy the upcoming rookie class. Every year, you're going to spend $5 on this thing. And it's going to be well worth it. And we are back. Speaking of the Steelers and their opponents, the Baltimore Ravens, John Harbaugh going to be going to the national championship on Monday. The fact that they don't play tomorrow, they've got the first round by Harbaugh, defensive coordinator Mike McDonald, who could be a head coach somewhere else after the season, Eric DaCosta, the general manager, and Ozzie Newsom, former general manager who still has a big role in the front office. They're all headed to the national championship, going to watch Jim Harbaugh, John's brother, play against the Washington Huskies. Ravens sit Lamar Jackson. They sit Odell Beckham. They sit Zay Flowers. They sit Kevin Zeitler, Marlon Humphrey, Kyle Hamilton. So many key pieces do not play in this one. Tyler Huntley, 15 of 28, so he's barely above 50% passing, 146 yards and a touchdown. Now, it is raining quite heavily, adds eight carries for 40 yards, but remember when Tyler Huntley, there were some people out there that thought that the Ravens should move on from Lamar Jackson, trade him for three first-round picks, and just roll with Tyler Huntley. Do you remember that? That was always so stupid. It didn't make any sense. Lamar Jackson is a difference maker. Tyler Huntley, not the guy. And before you say, Jack, that never happened. I literally looked at comments from Ravens Facebook groups earlier today. There were Ravens fans that thought Tyler Huntley was more accurate, was more trustworthy, and that Lamar Jackson had fallen off. That was obviously not true. Touchdown for Isaiah, likely 27-yard TDE, ends up with 31 yards on the day. Nelson Aguilar falls short of his incentives, needs 10 catches for a fifty or $500,000 bonus. He only gets five receptions, needed 58 yards to get a $250,000 bonus. Instead, he gets 39 yards. So unfortunate, no Nelson Aguilar bonuses today. No bonuses for Justice Hill either. Justice Hill needed 113 yards rushing to hit a $250,000 bonus. Instead, he gets zero carries. Three tar or three receptions, 10 targets on 26 
426 yards. Jeez Louise. All right. Gus Edwards, Melvin Gordon. They're the top two running backs, but Melvin Gordon, 18 yards on seven carries and a fumble. Dalvin Cook is going to be playing for the Baltimore Ravens in their next matchup. Melvin Gordon is not the answer as the RB3. Congrats to Jadavian Clowney, by the way. He needed a half sack to hit a $700,000 bonus. He gets a full sack, 750K to the pocket, to the bank account of Jadavian Clowney. Well-earned, well-deserved. So Ravens are that number one seed. The number two seed will either be the Buffalo Bills or the Miami Dolphins. Now the Buffalo Bills are favored. The Buffalo Bills are 4-0 and since their bye in Week 13. They are going to have Leonard Fournette playing, while the Miami Dolphins are going to have a bunch of guys sitting. Now, Tyreek Hill is good to go. He's still dealing with that high ankle sprain. He's just playing through it, and he did recently suffer a house fire, but he's good to go. He's going to play. We'll see if the Dolphins pull Tyreek Hill early or are cautious with his usage. Jalen Waddle is officially questionable, but it is unlikely that we see Jalen Waddle play. He's also dealing with a high ankle sprain, so I don't expect to see Jalen Waddle. Tyreek Hill could be pulled early. Raheem Mostert is still questionable. He's got an ankle injury and a knee injury. Javon Holland, their star safety, he's been downgraded to questionable. He played last week after returning from two, both of his MCLs being sprained, but now Javon Holland, he's feeling some pain. They may just sit him. Let the Bills win and head to Kansas City in the first round of the playoffs. Kansas City Chiefs are that three seed. No matter what happens tomorrow, they are the three seed. So Patrick Mahomes is going to sit. Rashi Rice, Kadarius Tony, he's injured, so he's sitting. But Legereus Need, he's a little bit banged up as well. Donovan Smith, all those guys are sitting. Isaiah Pacheco may or may not play. He does have a hamstring injury. Probably should sit, but they haven't ruled him out just yet. And... The Chiefs will play the number six seed, which is looking like it could be a couple teams right now. We'll get to that in a minute. But if the Bills win and the Dolphins lose, it will be the Miami Dolphins versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, if the Dolphins win and the Bills lose, that opens up a whole can of worms. Is Jerome Hor Jerome Ford a hold or sell? Mm, I would say he is probably a hold at this point. Nick Chubb coming off the ACL. The Browns could cut Nick Chubb as well, or they may ask him to take a reduced salary. Hold, hold Jerome Ford, unless there's some good offers out there. If you're getting a high second-round pick, if you're getting a first-round pick for Jerome Ford, do it. But you're probably getting a third-round pick or a late second, and at that price, I hold. So hold out for a early first or a player that you are interested in. Now, the fourth seed in the AFC goes to the South. If the Jaguars win tomorrow, then it's going to be the Jacksonville Jaguars. Trevor Lawrence is expected to play tomorrow. Not much of risk of re-injury of his throwing shoulder. It's just going to be a pain management thing. And we've seen Trevor Lawrence play through pain plenty of times. Christian Kirk is going to be back out there catching passes from Trevor Lawrence as well. He underwent abdominal surgery. Now he is back. He is ready to go. Christian Kirk returning to the lineup in a matchup against Ryan Tannehill. Will Levis shut down for the season. He has a foot injury. The Titans don't see the risk or see the reward in playing him. It's not worth the risk. So they're not going to play. Will Levis said it's Ryan Tannehill. Does Marvin Mims still have the upside we thought six months ago? Absolutely. Jerry Judy could be moved on from Tim Patrick. Not going to be back. Cortland Sutton could be moved on from as well. So Marvin Mims absolutely 
with more seasoning, Marvin Mims, and he was so efficient this year. Marvin Mims is legitimately good at football. That is something we know. So Marvin Mims is absolutely a talent that I am interested in continuing to invest in. Nice to actually watch football without the fantasy stress the rest of the year. It is, it is different, not checking your lineup, checking your phone, checking your scores, but it is honestly kind of nice. So back to the AFC South, Jaguars win and they win the division. They're the fourth seed. If the Jaguars lose and the Colts win tonight, then the Colts are heading to the fourth seed. They're going to be hosting a playoff game. If the Texans win tonight and the Jaguars lose, then that means it's going to be the Texans. So winner of this matchup tonight is headed to the playoffs. Jaguars lose tomorrow, and the winner of this matchup is the winner of the AFC South. Colts going to have Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor, 145, 143, and 161 yards rushing in his past three contests against the Houston Texans. Has five touchdowns in that span as well. But Zach Moss is going to be back, and the Texans' defense has gotten better. Will Anderson is going to make his return. They're also going to have left tackle Laramie Tunsil. So I am taking the Houston Texans over the Jacksonville Jaguars. I, no, sorry. The Higgins, the Houston Texans over the Indianapolis Colts. I do still think the Jaguars win the division, but we'll get to that in a little bit. Browns are the five seeds. So the Browns are going to be facing the winner of the AFC South. It's going to be Browns versus Jaguars, Browns versus Colts, Browns versus Texans. So the Browns are sitting absolutely everyone. No Joe Flacco, no PJ Walker. Both quarterbacks are sitting. Instead, it's going to be Jeff Driscoll, Mari Cooper, Miles Garrett, Greg Newsom, Juan Thornhill, all sitting. They all have minor injuries and they're just protecting those players as well. And Joe Flacco, he gets a $75,000 bonus for every game that the Browns win that he plays over 50% of the snaps. Obviously, Joe Flacco not going to be playing 50% of the snaps, so they just give him the $75,000 anyways as a thank you for getting us this far. Joe Flacco, what a story. So the Browns going to be the five seed. The six seed will be the Dolphins, the Bills, the Jags, or the Texans, or the Colts. If the Dolphins lose to the Bills, then the Dolphins will be that six seed. If the Bills lose and the Jaguars lose, then it's going to be the Buffalo Bills. And otherwise, it could be the Texans or the Colts. So if the Bills lose, the Jaguars win, then it'll be the Texans or the Colts in the sixth seed. And that seventh seed could be the Pittsburgh Steelers, as we've talked about. It could be the Jacksonville Jaguars, or if they lose, or it could be the Texans or the Colts, depending on how all of these things shake out. My predictions, what I think is going to happen in the AFC, it's going to be the Ravens, obviously, they've got the first seed. Then it's going to be the Bills hosting the Texans. Could be the Colts, Jaguars, or Steelers, but I think the Bills get the win. I think the Texans lose to the Buffalo Bills. Then Kansas City Chiefs versus the Miami Dolphins. In Kansas City, I am actually taking the Miami Dolphins. Give them another week to get healthy. The discombobulation of the Kansas City Chiefs. Can't you just see the headlines now? Patrick Mahomes loses in the first round of playoffs. Travis Kelsey, is he washed? And then next year, Chiefs go out. They invest in pass catcher, and all of a sudden, Chiefs are the scariest team in the NFL once again. So I think that is a very likely scenario. Let me know what you think. Then it'll be the Jaguars hosting the Browns most likely, or at least that's how I think it's going to play out. And of course, the Browns are going to beat the Jaguars. So that will mean Dolphins at Ravens, Browns at Bills for the second round of the playoffs. Bill's going to beat the Browns, of course. Raven's going to beat the Dolphins. Again, that'll set us up for a Bills at Ravens AFC Championship game. The Ravens are the best team in football right now. Bills are the one team that could upset them. I am still taking the Ravens, though, to win that AFC. 
Now over in the NFC, it is for the most part, a little bit more clear. If the Cowboys win, then they are the two seed. The 49ers are already the one seed. The Eagles are going to be sitting some guys. Devontae Smith has already been ruled out. Darius Slay already ruled out. So the Eagles kind of accepting their fate that they are going to lose and they are going to be heading to the winner of the NFC South. And the Cowboys are going to be the top seed playing in round one for the NFC. Means they'll be hosting two playoff games if they win. But if they lose, Mike McCarthy very well could be fired. Mike McCarthy is still on the hot seat. Apparently, this is all about the playoffs for the Dallas Cowboys. After back-to-back years of embarrassing playoff losses, Mike McCarthy needs to make an impact. And if Dallas is playing at home with the two seed, they should. So Cowboys should have the two seed. Lions should have the three seed. The only way they don't is if the Cowboys lose, the Eagles lose, then the Lions will get the two seed. But probably not going to happen. They will get Aleem McNeil, their star defensive tackle, and CJG, J. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, C.D. Deuce, their safety. He's going to be back as well. So Lions going to have the three seed. NFC South comes down to three options with one game left to play. For each of them, the Bucks beating the Panthers means the Bucks are the NFC South champions. But if the Bucks lose to the Panthers, Todd Bowles very well could be fired. If the Bucks collapse against the Carolina Panthers, Todd Bowles' seat is officially hot. Then, if the Bucks do lose and the Saints get the W over the Atlanta Falcons, then the Saints will be headed to the playoffs. They will be the NFC South champions. The Saints are not expected to fire Dennis Allen, but if they lose to the Falcons and miss playoffs, then the conversation starts. Could they move on from Dennis Allen? I think they should. For now, they are already making moves, restructuring contracts. Jameis Winston had his contract get two extra void years just to spread that salary cap out even further. Oh, Saints, you silly, silly team. And if the Bucks lose and the Saints lose, well, the Saints lose to the Falcons, and that would mean the Falcons are headed to the playoffs. The Falcons are still considering firing Arthur Smith. They should make that decision as well, so it would be a good thing for the Falcons to lose to the Saints, move on from Arthur Smith. And at that point, Bill Belichick is getting steam to become the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. So is Jim Harbaugh as well. We'll see what happens, but so as we talked about, Philadelphia Eagles probably the five seed. The six seed comes down to the Rams or the Packers. If the Rams beat the 49ers, then the Rams are the six seed. If the Packers lose the Chicago Bears, then the Rams are the six seed. If the Packers win and the Rams lose, then the Green Bay Packers are the six seed and the Rams are the seven seed. Rams are in the playoffs no matter what. Packers make the playoffs with a win and the Seattle Seahawks with a Win in a Packers loss, the Seattle Seahawks would be that seven seed. If the Rams lose, or sorry, if the Packers lose, the Seahawks lose, then the Saints actually make the playoffs with a win. And if the Packers lose, the Seahawks lose, the Saints lose, and the Vikings beat the Lions, then the Vikings could end up in that seven seed. Most likely, though, probably going to happen. 49ers, obviously the one seed. Cowboys going to be hosting the Green Bay Packers. The Packers are going to get the win against the Chicago Bears, but the Rams are going to beat the 49ers with all of their backups in 49ers sitting all their starters, Rams sitting all their starters. I'm just going to give the win to the Ram because then the Lions host the Rams and that Matthew Stafford returning to Detroit, that is going to put eyes 
on the TV that's going to put butts in seats. That is a game that I will be at. I will be at the Lions playoff game. I cannot wait. I am so fortunate to have such great friends. And so I will be headed to that game, Lions versus Rams, or Lions versus Packers is the other possibility. Very small chance it's Lions versus Seahawks. If the Seahawks win, the Packers lose, the Cowboys lose, and the Eagles lose, and the Lions win, then it could be Lions-Seahawks. But most likely, it's Lions-Packers or Lions-Rams. And then we get the Bucks versus the Eagles. So that would mean Eagles beat the Bucks, Lions beat the Rams, Cowboys beat the Packers, Eagles at 49ers in round two of the playoffs, Lions at Cowboys, Lions get revenge on the Dallas Cowboys for that BS call, Lions versus 49ers in the NFC Championship. Now, I am biased. And I'm saying the Lions beat the 49ers. I've already said the Ravens beat the Buffalo Bills. And it is a Lions-Ravens Super Bowl. As you can see, I have a Lamar Jackson jersey. If the Lions-Ravens are in the Super Bowl, I am rooting for the Lions. The Lions are my team. Lions going to the Super Bowl. But either way, it's going to be a fun playoff no matter what. Eagles versus Bucks. That's going to be a fun game. Lions versus Rams or Lions versus Packers. Both are going to be exciting matchups. Cowboys versus the Packers also going to be a fun one. AFC full of fun matchups. But what about the teams that aren't going to be playing in the playoffs? Well, we already know the Bears are the number one seed, and they are going to be bringing back Matt Eberflus. Matt Eberflus is expected to be the head coach of the Chicago Bears once again after their resurgence down the stretch. And if Matt Eberflus gets a win over the Green Bay Packers and the Packers miss the playoffs, well, then he is all but certainly back. Bears have that first pick because of the Panthers. Panthers probably going to fire their general manager, Scott Fitterer, and their new GM and head coaching search will be with a firm, same firm, that helped David Tepper fill his Charlotte FC, Charlotte Football Club soccer team, fill that vacancy. So Panthers, maybe actually a good thing that David Tepper is being uninvolved in the situation, removing himself, putting his hands up. I don't know. I think it's a good thing. I think that David Tepper making less decisions is for the better. Truly appreciate you spending time answering questions on here. Love your show. Very much appreciate that, my friend. Anytime I am live and able to read questions, I will be doing so. Always happy to answer all questions that you have out there. Number two seed, the or sorry, the number two pick. It's going to come down to four teams. If the Commanders lose and the Patriots win, then the Commanders have the two pick. If the Commanders lose and the Patriots lose, then it comes down to strength of schedule, Commanders versus Patriots. So what the Commanders need is a Saints win and two of the Bears, the Broncos, the Ravens, or the Texans to lose. Or all four of those teams lose and the Commanders get the two pick. But if the Patriots and Commanders both lose and the Falcons beat the Saints, and the Steelers already won, so they're not part of this. But Colts, Packers, Raiders, if they lose, then it's going to be the Patriots. So it looks like the P Commanders are going to have the two seed with a loss. Patriots still in that conversation. Now, Commanders win. Patriots win. Cardinals lose. Now, Cardinals get that number two pick. But that's the only way they can get that second pick. They are well behind the Commanders, well behind the Patriots in terms of strength of schedule. And so... If the Commanders and Patriots both lose, Cardinals can do no better than that fourth overall pick. If only one of them win, the other team loses and the Cardinals get that third seed. If 
somehow the commanders, the Patriots and the Cardinals, all three of those teams vying for the second overall pick, all three of them win and the giants lose. Then the giants actually sneak in to that second overall pick. So those are the four teams commanders, most likely Patriots second, most likely wild card that the Cardinals could get it extreme wild card that the giants could get that second overall pick. But either way, it looks like at the very least, the commanders and the Patriots are going to have a new quarterback. And it looks like Marvin Harrison jr. Is going to be an Arizona Cardinal. Could we see three quarterbacks in the top three picks, Caleb Williams to the bears or someone trading up for Caleb Williams. Could the bears trade back with the commanders and land Drake may Jay Daniels. I don't know, but what I do know is tomorrow is important for all of these situations. All of these scenarios tomorrow is a big day. Tonight is a big day as well. Colts versus Texans winner goes to the playoffs. If it's a tie, then both teams are missing playoffs. So no one wants a tie. You know teams are going to be going for two to try to prevent the tie. These teams are going to be giving it their all. I'm going with the Houston Texans, though. Either way, two rookie head coaches, Shane Steichen, D'Amico Ryans, two teams in the AFC South well overachieving the sum of their parts. What a great time to be a football fan. I just love the playoffs. I love everything that is coming down the pipe. And I love all of you out there tuning in. Thank you all so much for joining me. I will see you next time. Hey, I want to take a moment to thank you for tuning in. It's important to me that all of our media be free. This is only possible because of you allowing a true independent sports media enterprise to thrive unlike any other in the business. So please subscribe to the All In Package to continue to make all this possible to ensure that all of our stats, information, data, content is available to you, especially you, the people that get the site and get the show.